Hello guys, uh, welcome to this podcast. I'm very sorry to my guests that we have to do this in English instead of our uh, native tongue, Norwegian. Uh, I have, uh, from the west coast of Norway, I have uh, Jürgen and Truls. Hello guys. Hello. Hi Fred. Hey, how are you? Well, it's uh, it's a new year. New possibilities. Just finished uh, a long and good uh, Christmas holiday. Yeah, happy uh, new year guys. Yeah, happy new year and um, happy new year. Um, actually, we are just uh, we're now just starting to to uh, prepare for uh, the big event of the year, which is your tournament in Oslo. So, right now I'm painting uh, for the first time in uh, probably uh, six months or so. Oh, nice! Yeah. So, uh, cool. and I was just uh, just wrapped up. Uh, I got my uh, my sons some. Uh, miniatures for Christmas. They're six and eight years old, so we had just wrapped up uh, assembling some uh, night goblins and some lizardmen from uh, oh, Age of Sigmar. Really? Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Is this the first time you've, you try to get your kids involved in, uh, in the hobby? Uh, no, uh, actually, um, my eldest son, he's uh, the eight-year-old, he, he's uh, really interested. So he has painted some uh, uh, miniatures before and uh, followed, uh, you know, Citadel paint guides uh, to quite uh, good results, I would say. So, so he's really interested. But the six-year-old is more just to keep him satisfied while uh, the other one uh, paints, <laughs> develops his hobby skills. I see. Yeah. All right. Well, that's cool. Uh, so, Truls, uh, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Apart from a terrible internet, I'm I'm pretty good. Uh, yeah, we've had uh, we've, at least one in the family has been ill uh, since the week before Christmas. So, yeah, we just uh, got uh, back out of the whole thing uh, from from air infections to uh, yeah throwing up and everything. So it's been a quite uh, quite a Christmas. Oh shit! Oh, that's that's. I'm I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. New year, new beginnings. Yeah. So, are you doing any hobby-related stuff currently? Uh, yes, I am painting some abyssal dwarves. Uh, I got a friend of mine, uh, Philip, to print me an infernox. Mm. Uh, so I'm painting that at the moment, and also some Katushin rocket launchers that he also printed for me. Yeah. So those are on my uh, my painting table at the moment. Also some some infantry dwarves, but they probably won't make it into the list for for Oslo, unfortunately. Maybe okay. next time. Okay, nice. So you're both doing some painting then. That's cool. Uh, myself, I um, have not painted for a while because we are doing some uh, um, sanitation, or uh, we have to. Uh, our part of our basement has this moisture problem, so we have to. We had to empty our entire, uh, uh, what do you call it, the boot? <laughs> the, our yeah, whole storage. storage uh, yeah. Our whole storage room had to be emptied. So all that stuff is now sitting in the room which I use for hobby <laughs> and the wife uses for an office. So if I go in there, it's just I would have to uh, sit in the middle of a huge mountain of boxes and and I, I just don't, it doesn't feel good. Uh too much clutter, <laughs> so uh, I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of a, in a hobby slump actually at the moment, um, mm. uh, but as soon as that's fixed, um, I hope I'll get back on the hobby horse. 
Um, I first wanted to just um, speak a little about your your guys' tournament in uh, in Bergen on the west coast of Norway, which is every autumn. Um, yeah. uh, it's been it's been a couple of months now, but we we never actually did a, a podcast about it because I wanted to, I tried to get the the winner on, uh, which was Morten, uh, for many weeks, but he just ne- never had time to go on the podcast or make a recording with me, and then we kind of forgot about it over Christmas, and and today he's uh, unavailable again. So uh, yeah, so. Uh, this is our Reign of Kings uh, summary. Yeah, uh, nice. <laughs> where I would where I would love to hear your you, you guys' uh, thoughts about how it went and uh, the experience and yeah, and maybe a little bit about the history uh, of the tournament too. It's uh, like uh, I mean, it's it's one of ter- Norway's two main stay events or two staple events. I would say uh, the past several years has been like Reign of Kings in Bergen and. Uh, the one winter, early winter event in January in Oslo, which has changed names a couple of times, but it's it's, it's been those two for a while now, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, who wants to start? Uh, maybe Jürgen? Yeah. No, maybe Trulls can start because uh, Trulls yeah. is actually um, uh, was in uh, was part of the first Reign of Kings that was uh, organized. I don't know if you were uh, part yeah, I of think, the. Uh, I think. Because Simon and I were some of the first people who played Kings of War in Bergen, uh, yeah. right at the end of Eighth uh, Edition and uh, War of Fantasy and all that stuff. And I was looking at, at getting into Kings of War either way because I was so sick of all having to learn all the rules from all the rule books and uh, all the nitty nitty bitty, you know, formations, changing formations, and individual models and stuff like that. And I would, I was just. You know, had a small child, and I was like, I, I don't have time to, to be all you know, grognardy about this uh, this game anymore. And so I was looking into Kings War at the, at the moment where where the where the the end times uh, fantasy happened. And so Simon and I, and I can't remember. I think if I because this is some years ago, but we were like some of the first uh, Kings War play, and I was pushing it pretty hard. Uh, because people were like, uh, le- like leaning like, okay, I'm going to play Ninth Age, uh, or going to play Age of Sigmar, or or whatever. So I, I was yeah. actually was pushing this Kings of War pretty hard at the time because I wanted people yeah. on board and, uh, on it. So I, so we we um we decided to have this uh, tournament at one point, and and I'm a sucker for puns, so uh, <laughs> so I'm the one who <laughs> came up with the name as well. And uh, it's been, yeah, because it's I rain. It's, it's uh, rain as in uh, uh, downpour, uh, yes. rainy weather. Because it's rain. It rains a lot in Bergen. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so it's. I think it's been every year, if if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think yeah. The first one was in 2016, and and it's been every year since. Yeah. Yeah, because that wow. is really really good. I did actually have a quick look in your. I found your rules pack from your event a couple of months ago, and it said in the rules pack it's the eighth installment of Reign of Kings. So oh, yeah, that's sounds that's, sounds about right. That's pretty. That's pretty epic because that means you must have started <laughs> in 2015, like a couple of months after yeah, anyone started actually. playing Kings of War in, uh, in Norway. Yeah. 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 That sounds about right. Now I just I just realized that we needed to 
to, to start uh, making events and to get people on board for the game. Yeah. Yeah, and so we I, have been over from from Oslo. We we have been over, maybe not the first year, but at least every single year after that. Yeah. Yeah. And we appreciate and, it. And uh, you keep coming back with uh, even more people. I think uh, the record is about eight or nine people traveling from Oslo. I think eight was yeah. last year. I think oh, we uh, were, maybe the year before. I think we, we were eight this time. I think that's the record. Yeah. Um, but um, it's such a nice train ride. If you haven't, if you haven't been to Norway, uh, it's. Uh, I think it's been called one of the world's most beautiful train rides. If you go from between Bergen and Oslo, uh, just make sure you go on the early train so it's still daylight when you go over the mountains. <laughs> uh, and that's that's the train we take to go to your tournament. It's like one of those, uh, the world's most beautiful train rides. If you read like National Geographic or I don't know who, who has this uh, ranking. But uh, it's quite fun that we do one of those super scenic uh uh, rides. We did actually take the uh, take the flight a couple of years, um, which was all right. But we had a couple of guys push kind of hard for being a bit more climate friendly, so we switched to train, and it's we we just stuck with that. It's it's quite comfortable. It takes time. It's an eight seven hour ride or something. Um, yeah. But it goes by pretty quick with a couple of board games or card games and uh, buy some drinks, get, you know, have some beer on board. Uh, yeah, it's a great ride. So Yeah, and ner- nerding out about all the lists. Yeah, we don't actually do that too much, but we have some might do. Uh, we usually take talk about uh, anything and everything on the train over. So, yeah, so this year uh, you were... As, uh, as far as I can tell, there were 18 players. Uh, yeah, correct. At the event. Yeah, that's correct. That's pretty solid. Yeah. There is a nice core over there uh, that uh, show up every year, and uh, then you also try to push uh, the game a little outside the boundaries and maybe get in a couple of new faces now and then. But uh, there are many returning players now. Uh, there's always like a um, Always a return to seeing the friendly faces in uh, in Bergen when I come over. Yeah, it's, uh, we have like a, a, a stable core of, of players, and then uh, we have some uh, kind of outliers that uh, are more uh, uh, joining now and now and uh, now and then. And um, yeah, and we also have uh, a couple of guys uh, in North of Bergen that are trying to establish their own kind of Kings of War scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially one player and we hope that that can because we kind of the core players are all uh, men in their 40s with kids uh, <laughs> so uh, we are not uh, really uh, that outgoing and uh, kind of pushing to recruit new people we just don't have the time so it's very good to see that um, some things are still happening and, and we might get yeah. some influx of new players uh, over time still yeah so that's good so uh, do you want to go through some highlights from the tournament, like uh, who won and uh, uh, did you have some prize support this year or did you just p- pay for it out of your own pocket? <laughs> yeah, uh, I want, actually, uh, sh- we, uh, yeah. Yeah, I want to shout out to, to, to Morten. Uh, he was the, actually the one who did all the work of preparations and uh, writing the rules pack and getting the, uh, the, uh, 
like the locales, the, the the place where we had the had the event. Uh, he did all the work, so I, I didn't actually contribute to anything <laughs> this year. Oh yeah, oh, that's. Uh, I have to correct you, Twills, because it's not actually true. I I, I was uh, um, it was um, uh, and I that uh, that kind of did most of the. I I didn't uh, kind of uh, have anything to do with the uh, the. Um, venue or anything but i uh, had to give morten some some gentle uh, pushing and advice to keep things uh, <laughs> moving forward and uh, and also had to make a lot of terrain because we we didn't actually get our normal venue this time um, and uh, we normally play in the in the gaming club in bergen but uh, because of some um, difficulties with uh, getting a whole weekend uh, reserved we had to uh, find another uh, venue and uh, so we actually got uh, the kind of community uh, spot in uh, Morten's uh, neighborhood. They have this, yeah. this kind of communal space, which was really good. But uh, that meant we had to uh, arrange a lot with uh, uh, terrain and making new terrain and just to make sure we had uh, uh, full tables uh, with uh, with everything that we, we need. So that was my contribu yeah. contribution with the terrain part. Yeah, well uh, and I think uh, we have to say that uh, even though it's easy and nice to to host this uh, event in the club, it's uh, you know the terrain is not really uh, up to par quality-wise, and uh, we don't have normally used gaming mats. But this time we we I think we had nine very nice-looking tables with the gaming mats, and uh, we got uh, all the local players to kind of borrow out their private terrain, and then we supplemented with the things that were missing or lacking or that had too low quality. So uh, all in all, uh, I think uh, kind of the um, the kind of the frame around the event was really nice this year. Uh, so, yeah, so it was it was even more of a community coming together and pitching in, yeah. everyone bringing terrain and resources. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was really that was really exciting to have it in a new place. Um, and there must have been a lot more work than usual, uh, the way you describe yeah, it. I, Definitely, and uh, both Morten and I had uh, several trips around uh, picking up terrain in the days before, and uh, we had uh, a, night, a couple of nights before we had had a setup night where we brought our kids and they were playing all these kind of uh, disco songs and uh, singing karaoke <laughs> while Morten and I were working. So it's, uh, it was it was really a nice. Uh, I think it was a good. Uh, yeah, it was a good time, and uh, but I, I, next year I'm, I'm hoping we get the club again, and then we would just have to do a kind of a communal effort to 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 produce some terrain for the club that is uh, a bit more, uh, yeah, that has a bit higher quality than what uh, what is in the club right now. So. Yeah, we're I don't know. I think, we should, uh, I think we should. Uh, I think we should. Uh, um, you know, invite uh, get the kids together and and uh, start painting while they sing karaoke songs. Either way. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we used to do that when our kids were were younger. It was not with karaoke, yeah. but we had this uh, daddy daycare uh, keys to war meets. That's amazing. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that absolutely saved my uh, my uh, yeah fast of time. Paternity leave. Paternity leave. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, no. It was. Uh, it was a. Uh, it really uh, amped up the uh, the quality of my paternity leave. Yeah. Hanging with you guys. <laughs> Likewise. Awesome. But um, cool. should, so, should we um, give a shout out to the winner of the tournament as well? 
Yes, please. Could you take yeah. uh, maybe the all the awards, top three and best painted and most sporting and. Yeah, uh, if I can remember, because I haven't prepared uh, for this. But um, what, <laughs> what, what we can, uh, we've already given Morten credit for being the main uh, organizer. And uh, plot twist, he actually won the event himself, which is, <laughs> of course, unheard of. Uh, it being should, the, yeah. shouldn't even be allowed, I think, to win your own event. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but uh, that's what happened. And, you know, um, Morten is known in Norway for, uh, with the nickname Carlsen. Because he plays Kings of War like Magnus Carlsen plays chess. So uh, this time he won uh, his own tournament, um, which is, uh, I think, a long time coming because he's uh, one of our top players. But he has actually actually never won a tournament uh, before. So this was the first time. So that was good. Uh, and just to make things even worse, um, the co-pilot, namely myself, came in second place <laughs> in this tournament. <laughs> Yes. Uh, so it might seem like the whole event was rigged, uh, and I can assure you it was not intentionally anyway. <laughs> uh, and then we have uh, the third place winner, was, which was our dark horse, Kim, if, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you have to correct me on that, uh, Trois, if that was wrong. But I think uh, came, uh, Kim actually came in third. Um, yeah, and, I think you're uh, right. So there was a a complete uh, wipeout from the from the West Coast Cowboys, as we call ourselves, uh, in this event, which was good, of course, because it's always like this friendly competition between uh, the East and the West, which is uh, uh, it's nice to see that we can come out on top. Absolutely, and uh, quite, I mean, not totally unexpected because you guys uh, have been finishing pretty high. I mean. Jürgen, you came second overall, I believe, last Kings of Oslo. Yeah. Uh, and Morten has always been placing really high. He's, he's always been in uh, close to winning, but I think this was his first actual like top spot, wasn't it? Yeah, that's true. He's been in second place a lot, I think. So it was uh, well-deserved, and uh, finally he got his, uh, his win. He just had yeah. to host it himself. To, you know, he, <laughs> yeah. he punched in all the scores, and Eivin uh, <laughs> is convinced that he sort of made some Oslo players clash in the couple of last rounds just to keep us away from, uh, <laughs> from you guys. <laughs> yeah. No comment. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but so good. Top All top three spots from Bergen, then. Yeah. That was yeah, uh, very uh, impressive. Let's see if we can get you back in, in Oslo later this month. Um, yeah, and we had the uh, best army and we had the uh, most friendly. I believe yeah. both of those went to Oslo players, to, to East, yes, uh, correct. East Coast players, uh, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, Vidar took uh, most fr no, best army, I think, and yeah. Martin what? took uh, favorite opponent. Yeah, correct. Um, and we just have to mention Vidar's uh, very creative and, and uh, awesome-looking uh, Night Stalker army, which is, has this uh, purple and green and pink color scheme, which is uh, really it's a really cool-looking army. Very vibrant. Yeah, yeah. And he has that uh, display board, which is something not a lot of us really go that extra step to create. And uh, yeah. it's not just a display board, it's like an integrated storyboard almost. Yeah, so yeah. when he puts his unit into the slots, then it's like a town 
uh, it's like a, the main street of a village, a small village, and the, the villagers are being attacked by the night stalkers, and there are lots of like farmers and pigs and stuff running around being killed by these night stalkers, but they are left on the board when you when he picks out the units, most yeah. of that is still on the display board. So the army looks best when they when you slot them into the to their spots, which is really a nice touch. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's it's really, really great. Really cool. <laughs> yeah, cool. And um, yeah, it was a good uh, weekend for us too. It was fun to be in a new place. Uh, we had <laughs> had a couple of fun photos of us going to the local shop. To the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the local store it was down a very steep hillside it was so steep that the locals had put up a rope so you could actually <laughs> hold the rope while going yeah. down and up and uh, that was just a, such a fun thing to post I think I posted it in maybe in Kings of War Fanatics actually and yeah. people were like where the hell is this why is there a, a <laughs> tournament on, on top of a mountain <laughs> welcome to Norway yeah yeah, yeah so that was fun uh, but it was a shortcut, of course. There was an actual yeah. road. We c- you could drive a car around, but it would be a very, very long uh, detour. This was the, the quickest trip. And the carrying a bag of uh, beer up there was also a bit like... You know, then you only had one hand for the rope and one hand on your on your plastic bag. <laughs> this is Ronnie Renton, and you are listening to the Mantic Universe podcast. So yeah, yeah. So the um, the West Coast tournament is uh, still uh, very, you know, appreciated and uh, central part of the Kings of War community in Norway. Uh, once every fall, it's it's not always on the same. It moves around a little bit, but it's always in in autumn, like in in yeah. the fall. Yeah, I would also make so. a shout out to um to tabletop um um. Tabletop Battle, uh, which is our, which was our sponsor, so they provided us with um, a lot of prizes like uh, um, uh, spruce of miniatures that we we gave out, and uh, the first prize that we decided to to uh, uh, pick uh, random. So they did uh, yeah. one random player, Eva. He got a he got an uh, like a starter box with the Abyssal Dwarf and the new uh, Twilight Kin models. Oh yeah, that's the new, the newest the starter box, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah correct. So that was yeah, very, uh, awesome. that was very, um, uh, very good of them. I, I do, uh, yes. Yeah, shout out to Tabletop Battle for sure. They have been very nice and helpful. It's kind of where it's the only place we, at, at least the most people I know, buy from them to get Mantic products because they can get them in. T- t- like toll free and uh, free of shipping, which yeah. which we save a lot of money on because uh, if if I would if I were to buy something like on the Mantic website, then I would do both shipping and like toll like customs uh, when they come into Norway, and it just almost doubles the the price every time. So it's great to be able to order from Tabletop Battle. I do actually envy your prices this year. You had, you had uh, like the big starter box, and you had uh, the sprues, like a, sp- a sprue for each player with some re- relatively new and some very new models. Um, yeah. That we all got to choose one sprue, and um, you had those nice glasses, um, like a large bear mug of uh, you know glass pit, uh, glass mug. 
which were great. And uh, you know, Vida and Martin used used theirs on the train back. They were used right away. Yeah. For some uh, post-event drinking on the on the train back. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, it was really good. I will not be able to match your. Uh, uh, I'm a bit more low effort on the prices. I th I believe that my the, my diplomas are the ultimate uh, glory to be won at yeah, Kings yeah. of Oslo. Uh, I have been. I haven't traditionally had too many miniatures for for prices and stuff. But uh, I, I really did love that you had it though. So yeah, well yeah, done. Yeah, but we of course you just have to thank again uh, yeah, the top battle because uh, our our kind of. The main prize at, at the Reign of Kings has been the last latest years these uh, beer mugs, which is kind of what we buy and, and, and kind of get produced for the event. So yeah. uh, I think both this year and last year, uh, I mean, the two la latest events, I think all of our prize support has been uh, almost exclusively uh, donated by Tabletop Battle, so, which is great. So yeah, it's, um, awesome. Yeah. Mm, super. All right. So, uh, any final words, final thoughts about the Reign of Kings you want to uh, say before we move on to Kings of Oslo? Yeah, if, if uh, by chance any uh, people from Great Britain or uh, other places in, uh, in Northern Europe want to join our event next year, please just reach out to, uh, to Tullesarai or uh, you can uh, search up the uh, event page on Facebook, Reign of Kings. Uh, there should be an uh, kind of open open group. I don't know. There's a group, isn't there? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a group. Yeah, correct. And you can join there and get in touch with us because we would love to have players coming in from other places as well. If you if you Absolutely. if you would like to join. And also, yeah, we nice. we'll, we'll make sure it doesn't uh, uh, crash with the Clash of Kings this year, next year, this year actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you sh hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> um, so either. Uh, on, on Facebook, it's either the Reign of Kings group or maybe the Kings of War Norway group because you can always yeah. find you guys on there as well, I suppose. Yeah. Hmm. Great. All right. So moving on, uh, coming up here in Norway, we have the Kings of Oslo GT, which is in how many days? Uh, 24 days or something. Uh, and it's the last weekend of uh, January and uh, I am the TO. Uh, it has changed name a couple of times, maybe maybe just one time. It, it used to be called Conquest, and that's many people still call it that because that's kind of how it became famous. <laughs> um, I had it for three years when it was called Conquest, and we had it at the hotel, which was really nice. Um, and that, that's where we kind of built this January Oslo GT. Uh, we were almost at 30 players one year. I think we had 28 uh, and then COVID hit, and everything took a couple of uh, years break. Uh, but when we came back, uh, that was last year, and I, I wanted to uh, change the name because um, we were—I was no longer having it at the hotel. It is now at our local gaming club in Oslo, which is called Two D Six Gaming Club. So now it is called Kings of Oslo, and last year was the first one. Or if I would—if I was an American, I would have said it was the inaugural one. Isn't it? Inaugural Kings of Oslo. <laughs> yeah. It's a fancy name way of saying it's the first one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and this year is the second one. So um, looking very forward uh, looking forward to have you guys back. Uh, as always we travel to each other's events uh, in in Norway, so uh, a little crew from Bergen is always nice to have over. 
Uh, I am. We are almost sold out. We have uh, two spots left. Uh, we are at uh, 24 players paid now. Um, so it's looking pretty good. The, the the room is not super huge. So uh, 26 is the cap that I've set. Because if we get more than 26, it will be a problem. Um, so, but you know, that's a nice nice size tournament. Uh, I believe. Um, Someone has said on the podcast that uh, between 20 and 30 are like the perfect size because it's, it's quite large, but also it's not too big. So you get to say hi to everyone. You can talk to everyone. And uh, kind of, yeah, it's a, still a friendly atmosphere. Uh, we are getting some people from England again. Um, yeah, so it's it's going to be fun. I, uh, the rules pack is out. It's uh, 2300, uh, all the standard stuff, really. Um, prices like i said it won't be as much as you guys but trying to make something happen uh, and just trying to what i usually do when i run events is i i want to just make sure everything runs smoothly and um uh, i actually prefer not to play which you know uh, which is uh, the opposite of you guys i think because you you all want to play when you have reign of kings i think and you usually take turns if, if someone has to sit out then you take one game each maybe where you sit out um yeah. But I prefer to just sit out all the time because then I can crunch numbers and uh, make sure the rounds on time and walk around, do rules, questions, and everything. I try to be like a, a host, a good host, uh, as good host as I can. I'm like a that friendly uncle who walks around. I'm happy if everyone else is happy, then I'm happy. Then the event is going great. So it's, hopefully it's going to be like that this year as well. We appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, thanks. So you guys have been to uh, several of the Oslo tournaments, haven't you? Uh, at least three, four, maybe. Yeah, I, I lost count to be honest. But I think I've yeah. been to every, every one, yeah. at least the ones so, in, so. in January, February. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were you ever? You, were you ever at? Um, you know? Do you recall when we had when I had that uh, Ekeberg, uh, the Norwegian Championships of miniature wargaming? Uh, I, I know for a fact yes. that you were not playing the first year turns because you were playing uh, Infinity and we were giving yes. you hell about it. Like, <laughs> so we can f finally you come to Oslo and you you don't play Kings of War. And you're like, hey, I, when can I ever play Infinity? Like, ever. So I, ha I, have to, yeah. I have to play Infinity if I can. So that's why I stopped doing that event. So you can no longer play Infinity. There's only Kings of War on the program. <laughs> that's very good. I'm glad you did that. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to. <laughs> to come to Oslo to play Kings of War. Oh shit! No, that's good. That's correct. But at least I, I remember. I at least I bought some. Uh, I bought some gargoyles from from William at that point. So at least I contributed. Oh, yeah. yeah, somewhat. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah. So let's see some more dates from me. Uh, I'm going to say some data about last year's Kings of Oslo. Um, we had 20 players then, and four of you were from Bergen. Uh, did you fly over or take the train? How do you how do you guys usually travel here? <clears throat> we we took the train last year and it was great. Um, I wish we were going to do it this year as well, but we were just so slow in, in organizing the thing that suddenly the, the train tickets were so expensive, and we were like, okay, let's just yeah go for the the plane train ticket. So we're okay. flying this year. Okay, sure. Yeah, how do you organize your armies and stuff? Like, do you have a nice packaging solution for that on the on the airplane? 
Yeah, I have. A, I bought. Um, uh, it's called Hard Hats. I think it's from Yula. There's it's a like a hardware store, and they sell like suitcases, like solid plastic suitcases with foam. They pluck pluck out yeah. foam, foam that you can. Uh, so they they um, they pack quite well. I just need to figure out how to how to pluck it for for my yarn that I'm bringing this time, which is a, is a bit of a puzzle. Oh really? So so they actually you can actually make those work for for, for carrying uh, your army. Yeah, like I've, uh, I've a used, large I think I've cube used, or. Yeah, it's it's like it's it's uh, one of the one of the uh, suitcases actually uh, dimensioned to exactly fit in like a carry-on luggage. So oh, it's nice. it's it's so it's exactly like the the right dimensions. Um, okay. So I probably bring like a small backpack with my stuff in it and the toothbrush and then uh, the the Karen luggage in my army. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. And the, if you pluck wrong, you can always. Um, I think maybe a hot glue gun is the best if you have to like put foam back. Um, I've tried. That's a good. I tried that's a good all, tip. Yeah, because I've tried all sorts of glue to sort of repair f- foams like those. Uh, foam uh, uh, levels and um, it's only I've only ma- managed to make it work with a hot glue gun so yeah that's that's a good good trick thank you I'll try that <laughs> <laughs> yeah cool so um, uh, I had some thoughts also about uh, this year's scoring I was going to try a different scoring system uh, because you guys uh, were brave enough to actually use the new Mantic Companion the tournament uh tournament side or like yeah, tournament yeah. program so yeah that, uh, that worked work really beautifully right. i think yeah, yeah it was uh, it was great i think uh, it eased our um, kind of organizing on the day making us able to actually play as well as punching scores because it, it wasn't it wasn't uh, time consuming at all it was just uh, mm-hmm. plug and play yeah um so i was really glad, glad that you t- took that plunge actually and with the first uh, tournament in Norway to use that. Um, that being said, I've, I've decided not to use it um, because uh, I, I really like to be able to get out a lot of extra data and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, plus, I had I had feedbacks from I asked one uh, kind of really big tournament organizer in the UK, and I was told that uh, it works fine, but they have experienced some hiccups now and then with the pairings apparently I, I can't really vouch for this but uh, it might be fixed now you know maybe it was fixed when you ran it but they had yeah. experienced some things and they caused them to switch back to something else but uh, okay. so um, I think I will use the program I've been using since 2011 the getting it pairing program or GUEP uh, which we, if it ever stops working I won't, won't know what to do with myself <laughs> it's just a staple of my uh, TOing. Um, and also, I've been a bit worried about the, those new. There's been changes to. There's been a couple of new scenarios this year. Um, yeah. For Clash of Kings. And I don't like what they've done with the push scenario. Um, they've written a, a limitation now that one unit can only ever carry one token for the purposes of scoring and people are confused if that means can I carry more than one or can I carry more than one but only one of them counts uh, you know just there already there is a is a, an issue and that should be cleared yeah. up 
Also, I'm not sure how much that actually gives to the game, because uh, if you're allowed to carry more, then it, it just becomes, um, it comes down to who is the best player at dropping them all in the last turn and having other friendly units run over and grab them. It, it becomes a bit of a weird last turn, I think, if you can hold them but spread them out. Uh, you know, if you, if you know what I'm, what I'm thinking about. So I don't know how to play that. I think if I play, if because I I love I used to love push. It was my one of my go-to scenarios when I ran events. But I don't think I'll run it in that format. I think uh, I might just say one token per side, one in the middle, and then no restrictions. Yeah, well, you can. I mean, it's it's your tournament. You can you have the privilege to kind of. If I I don't see kind of any. I have never thought that the push scenario had any kind of balance problems previously. So if you want to play it like before, I think you should be free to yeah. decide that as well. Yeah, sure. I'll figure something out. Did, did, did you guys change anything from the book scenarios uh, at, at Raid of Kings that you can no. recall? No, we don't. We uh, normally don't change anything. We just play it by the book. We just um, we have two. Um, I think we have no restrictions on allies, but we decided to to play without the withdraw mechanism. Mm, yes, yes, thing. yes. I, I I also play without the withdraw rule. Yeah. I'm glad we agree on that on both sides of the mountains. <laughs> yeah, I think that is a rule that adds nothing to the game but uh, confusion and complexity. Yeah, I think we thought it added more than it did. Like when yeah. we took it out, I'm sure many yeah. people were a bit concerned. That it would yeah. like dumb and down the games, but I don't think anyone. I've not heard anyone say they miss it. No, no, me neither. So it's, uh, I think it's a good, good thing to, to play without it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll uh, we'll have a good time again. I think in Oslo in a few weeks. Uh, I'm so happy that I don't don't need to paint because I'm yeah. hosting it. So yeah, yeah. It's, uh, that's all the pain is yours. Um, uh, and also. Um, uh, and I, we have another thing, Jürgen, that we can talk about. Um, but I, I don't think of anything more to say about the Kings of Oslo tournament. It's coming up. Uh, many, most people, when they hear this podcast, it might be already over. <laughs> yeah. So th this is not me saying, like, please come and sign up. I have two spots left. Because maybe there won't be two spots left, or maybe we'll be t over with when, when people hear it. So, but uh, yeah. Uh, we are going to uh, Clash of Kings UK this year, uh, aren't we, Jürgen? Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I think <laughs> we're, are we five, six people from Norway um, already booked, and uh, tickets are bought, and uh, yeah, yeah, hotel so, reservations uh, are made. And, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's it's. We are planning to be a quite large group this year from Norway. Finally, yeah. I've been going alone for a couple of years, so you know, finally people got around to joining me. That's nice. Um, let's see, it's me, Vidar, Eivind, Björn, you, Morten, uh, Christian, I think. I yeah, think we I think, are uh, seven, seven yeah. or eight people actually uh, yeah, are, are, are thinking of coming. Um, and I, th I know for a fact that most of us have bought uh, airplane tickets, uh, event tickets, and even hotel tickets. So it's like it's not like we're just talking about it. We're uh, barring some unforeseen uh, crisis. This it's going to happen. 
Yeah, at least for uh, for for uh, many of us, I, I expect yeah. some people to drop just because life happens. But yeah, uh, sure, that might always happen. But it's at least it's looking to be a, a nice little little gang, which is uh, yeah. amazing. Um, uh, it is fun though that when I go alone, it it all goes smoothly. But now when we all signed up, it's like, oh, the event is changing, changing uh, address. We're like, oh no, oh, and then you guys had your airplane changed and like oh no we we're landing several hours later than we thought we were and like oh shit it's yeah. i won't be able to 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 herd all these kittens uh like herding cats is a it's a it's a fun way to yeah I, i'm known for being a travel leader but i don't think i'll be able to hold the reins on all these uh <laughs> no 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 we don't we don't expect you to at least not uh, uh us coming from bergen we can hold our own <laughs> i think I'll give you all the info and tips I have, but uh, yeah, that's, you're yeah. going to need to, to to fight your way through London City yourself. I think to get to the train <laughs> yeah. station, and get on the right train up to Nottingham, and all that stuff. Yeah, but yeah, I'm I looking forward it. to that. It'll be fun to to introduce you to all the. You know, I have so many, you know, friends and people I've met now at tournaments in the UK. So I'm looking forward to introduce you to 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 all of them. So, yeah. Yeah, but I'm uh, I'm I'm really concerned about one thing, uh, Fred, and that is that you have been traveling alone to mm. international tournaments, and you've kind of made a name for yourself, like this friendly guy, community builder, TO. Yeah. And then now, now you're bringing uh, people like <laughs> oh, no. uh, Carlson. The West... and, yeah. I'm bringing the West Coast players. Oh no. <laughs> so I'm really concerned about uh, how your uh, reputation will. Uh, if, if, yeah. it will, if it will stay un, unscathed uh, through, uh, yeah, I'm a bit worried about that. Uh, when you when you when you when you mention it, it's uh, I'll, I might have to take uh, to make like take distance from from you guys. Uh, like if you show up in like matching t-shirts and stuff like that, <laughs> and so Vida has made a t-shirt. I'll be like, I'll be maybe not wearing the t-shirt. I'm like, I'm not I'm not with those guys. They're they're their own team and. We we promise not to show up in uh, like furs and bearskins and we'll we'll wear normal clothes at least. Yeah, <laughs> we can we can promise that. Promise that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, looking forward to that as well. So um, that was a little uh, chat about what's going on in Norway. Uh, we mentioned the West Coast event, Reign of Kings. We mentioned the Oslo event, Kings of Oslo, and. Of course, we are plans to go to uh, Clash Kings UK later in the year, which you know we'll hope, hopefully see. Uh, if you hear listen to this podcast, and if you also attend uh, Clash of Kings later this year, and if you see some strange Norwegian guys, then uh, c- come and say hi. You know, we are uh, we'll try to be friendly at least outside of the games, Jürgen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there is a fun. Uh, this is kind of an inside joke, but for people listening, there is a fun uh, narrative in in Norway that people from the east we like to say or you know like to claim that the west coast players are very cutthroat and very like competitive um and they i think you like to say that maybe about us and then we 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 both hype each other up because then we can talk trash about each other a little bit and maybe uh, and then then we have an, uh, a convenient excuse if let's say if you know if like like this year when you guys won the entire podium at your tournament we can say well you know they're they're power gamers and <laughs> competitive, not like us 
So yeah, it's just a, it's just a. For, we like to keep that narrative going, don't we? We we can never admit to uh, to uh, you know we have to call each other cheesy power gamers. That's that's how it it's, is. It's important to have uh, an external enemy to keep the morale of hope. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, nice. uh, yeah, it's it's just part of the storytelling of Kings of War in uh, in uh, Norway, I think. Yep, definitely. We had a lot of good jokes about that over the years. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, okay, cool. Uh, and, uh, you know, hello to Morten, who is probably listening to this right now. I'm uh, sorry you couldn't join us. Um, the current West Coast champion. Uh, yeah. We'll see how he does in Oslo, and uh, we'll see how you guys do uh, as well. Uh, and I can't really think of any other topics. I don't know, maybe it's a good time to to wrap it up. Are you guys yeah. happy with that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sounds good. I'm uh, looking forward to, to seeing you guys in Oslo. Yeah, thank you. you yeah, looking forward to see you too. It's going to be a good wargaming time. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, guys. Well, thank you for this evening. Thanks for joining me. And, uh, you know, have a good January going forwards and uh, see you at the end of the month. Yeah, looking forward to it. Cool. See you later, All right. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.